2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law. Adam Hill.
3: Adam Hill, you're the <laughs> Adam best. Adam Hill is here. Adam Hill. After Marcus Mariota, you're probably Swag Jeff's best friend.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well you're top five. You're top five. So,
3: because Comp is up there now. Because Comp
2: is up there. He's your best friend. Yeah. You know what? Comp took over Mariota's spot as is is my as se- my second best friend. D- has he really? He yeah. Yeah. He's th- yeah. he's third. He's a strong three. A strong three. Almost so two Adam a. Hill's a
3: strong four.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, no, because then I got Mosh. Mosh oh. falls directly below Will Compton and Marcus Mar. Yeah. So,
3: who's the strong five?
2: Yeah, so you got you. I'm the got... strong
3: five. This wouldn't be the first time I've heard I was a strong five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're a solid five, bro. Yeah, no a, so strong, you got, no, a strong A strong five.
3: <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> what is up raider nation your buddy murph back once again for an episode of raiders fan radio rundown or rfr rundown or rfrr i guess as the kids call it but i hey, appreciate having you back into uh murph's fan cave and a uh, so for the first time in like, I don't know, like six weeks or something, I'm not pulling a podcast selfie here. So we decided to go ahead and flip on the cameras. So we're not doing an episode of RFR Live where we're going to feature your calls and voicemails and all that good stuff. We're just going to run down some of the biggest stories within Raider Nation throughout this week. And uh, and yeah, we're flipping on the camera because I'm not alone. I'm joined by my best buddy, the man that, uh, uh, that adorns the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk
2: the unmatched
3: swag jeff what's up swag o
2: yeah that is right that is right i am here and you know what you're never alone man you're never alone because there's a little bit of swag jeff in all of our hearts oh that's yeah nice. absolutely but but no it's it's good to be back it's been a billion years since I've been here to do an actual live show. You know, I was here doing uh, doing the Will interview well, last we week. Well, we did the Will interview, and that yeah. was just last week. So it's yeah, like you, you've yeah. been here, but we just haven't yeah. done a, a show proper The with show you proper, and- where I get to join the chat and all that stuff. And Michelle Sweat's in there. Uh, the Big Easy Eye Patch, Adam Hill's in there. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider, uh, Adam Hill's in here. Uh, Chris Rodriguez, Adam Hill, Raider Cody. The whole <laughs> gang's here. So all the Adam Hills are here? All of them. Wow! Yeah, they're all here. You love Adam Hill. Yeah, 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 and Adam Hill loves me. Yeah, he does, and isn't afraid to tell me when I screw up. Absolutely, he's not. So glad to see you, Adam Hill,
3: and thank you for all of you joining us uh, live in the chat room tonight. And also, Swago, you got somebody else that's in your shot here for those of you that are watching us on yeah. uh, youtubecom We've got a little
2: fan cave. Vinny's back. What's up, Vinny? Vinny, what 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 are you what are you what are you, what are you playing there, Vin? We got some uh, Batman action what, which going on. Arkham, what?
3: Arkham Knight. Oh, Arkham Knight. Little Arkham Knight going back there. Yeah, with right. Las Vegas Raiders hat on. You, you, you rock, Vinny. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys don't get sued by Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, appreciate that so anyways appreciate all of you joining us live tonight in the chat room as always and so um yeah as i mentioned you know we're doing uh this is rfr rundown so we're going to run down all the biggest raiders stories this week and really this whole show and the reason that we're flipping on the cameras is just an excuse to do one very elaborate bit which you all will see here just a little bit and uh swago <laughs> and i are pretty proud of it and we hope you well, like yeah. it it's kind of funny so you know us around here we like to do funny stuff so hey speaking of that speaking of funny stuff Uh, Every funny stuff. Hey, that's a weird deal going on. there. I don't
4: know what's happening.
3: So we do a uh, an annual awards show. Yeah, that we started. Gosh, this is the fourth now annual Fanny Awards, uh, a play on the Raiders fan radio uh, title. This is the Fanny Award. So what we do is we give out a very tongue-in-cheek um, uh, array of awards to members of Raider Nation, to players, to coaches, to uh, anybody affiliated with our show, mostly yeah. with our show because it's we like to you know have fun with our listening audience and ourselves and take uh, shots at each other and all that kind of good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, so uh, th- so that's what the Fannies are. Well, so the Fannies will be a week from today, and so put on your Raider best. Put on your fanciest jersey. Um, I typically wear a bow tie in my Howie Long Away jersey, um, you know. And so, anyways, dress
2: up. You're and, you're gonna get a full dose of swag. Oh, that night you know too. you're
3: gonna you're blank, You're gonna be iced out. You're gonna be you have the drip,
2: right? Oh, I'm gonna be dripping. You'll be dripping, right? I'm gonna be dripping, dripping big time, say, right? Mikey. Like, Mikey, you need to pay attention. Mikey called me out. Like I don't know. Seemed like it was last time I I was here, which was I don't know what a year two, and a half yeah, ago y- yeah, yeah yeah uh-huh yeah he he called me out he said when i he... first
3: started dating max
2: yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah he called me out and said I don't, I don't see any swag so so tune in for the fannies there mike
3: yeah there you go check it out and actually hey actually shut up my boo she might be on there tonight i don't know if she is or not max we're getting ready to have a year together a Aww. year anniversary from yeah. when we first met man absolutely
2: yeah.
3: absolutely
2: absolutely
3: um anyway so uh uh, yeah, so we're gonna do the Fanny Awards, so definitely check back in with us next week. So not only, this is gonna be cool. So not only is it gonna be uh, the yours truly, uh, Murph here, and and my best friend Swag Jeff, but my uh, the greatest uh, member of our family, the patriarch of it, uh, the who is one, it? The one and only Uncle Mosh. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? Uh, with the, the, the it's one, Uncle Mosh. Uncle will. Mosh, yep. And so he will be here for the Fanny Awards, and I just talked to today. Uh, Vinny and I went and picked up some salami, little Genoa salami, little Molinari's, a little uh, provolone cheese from Domenico's Deli, and talked to Jeff Murphy. And so QB Jeff, our buddy Jeff Murphy from Domenico's, is going to join us also uh, for the Fannie Awards. So definitely check us out next Wednesday, probably around the same time as we always go. It will be RFR Live number 172, and that will be our Fannie Awards episode, and will be a lot of fun. You're going to hear a lot about the made men. You're going to hear a lot about... All of the everybody that's um, that's affiliated with our show, and since Michelle is there in the chat, Michelle Sweat, we would love to honor you and your Raider fandom by inducting you into the our Hall of Fame, which is the made men and the made women on that show, on the Fanny show. Like so, yeah. If not tonight. Well, hit us with an email. Hit us with a voicemail, yeah. uh, Michelle. Absolutely. We would love to do that. And so, uh, so appreciate all of you that join us each and every week. And yes, if you want to join in tonight, uh, as Jeff mentioned. Yeah. We,
2: and we... QB, Jeff is in the chat right now. He is said, it? he said, as long as, as the old lady doesn't go into labor first, he'll be here.
3: Oh my gosh. That's right. Cause she's due any day. Miss yeah. Scarlett, Jeff's lovely wife. Uh, she's due any day now. And so as long as that doesn't happen, then yeah, sweet. I'm glad that, that he will be here uh, to join us. And uh, Jeff's great, man. And, and, uh, and, and Jeff I didn't even tell him this today when I saw him, uh, but I'll tell him this now since he's in the chat. Everybody loves quarterback Jeff, your all-time Alameda High School passing leader, former uh, quarterback of the MTSU Blue Raiders. Yes. They loved his insight, his analysis, the way that he broke down the Rugs pick and what Henry Ruggs yes. would mean to the Raider
2: offense. Like uh-huh. He had a sweet chat with Will. In at, at Domenico's last week. That's exactly right. When we right. kidnapped Will, That's yeah, he right. they. I mean, just seeing two football minds talk, it was just cool, man. It was
3: absolutely cool. Yeah, so definitely uh, uh, look forward to that. Look forward to next week and uh, and the Fanny Awards. So speaking of Compton, and speaking of our big week last week, hanging out with Will and. And, and look, and, and it's like, and Mosh and, and uh, QB Jeff from Dominico's were giving us a little bit of a hard time because we had stars in our eyes uh, when we well, were hanging yeah. out. As well. But yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you mentioned, he's like your new best friend uh he's he's uh he's my second best friend uh and yeah like we had a lot of fun hanging out hanging out with will it was for the sure. best it was the best time. he's the, be- the best so but a couple things around that so for you raider nation you know as much as we had a great time we also want to hook you up too we want to share back with you um so much of our experience and you saw our our youtube show um we, I got the the signed jersey behind me, the signed game jersey that that, that Compton uh, signed for us. That's going to hang up now here permanently in the fan cave. Um, but also, so behind uh, Uncle Mosh's uh, chair now. For those of you on the YouTube and for those of you on the audio podcast, you're looking at uh, it's a Nike jersey I bought not a few months ago. It's Will's jersey, and he signed it for the boys um, with his signature number fifty one. It's an authentic Nike jersey. It's not the game jersey. It's the replica jersey. Yes. But it's an authentic, uh, whatever, Nike replica. Yeah. I bought it through our link on, you know, Raidersfanradio.com slash gear. Yes. So we'll sign that. So uh, for those of you that uh, aren't familiar on where we live outside of uh, Nashville, same not same town, but the same as Will and the same proximity, we were impacted heavily by tornadoes right before the COVID. So our community was hammered by some really gnarly storms uh, right before. And a lot of the areas around Nashville were devastated. And so we asked Will if he would be willing to sign a jersey to auction off. And then the proceeds we would give to Tornado Relief. And this is long before, actually, Will was ever here in the fan cave. This was back when we interviewed him the first time. Yes. And so, anyways, he agreed to do it. And so you're looking at the autographed Will Compton jersey before we send this thing out to any kind of official auction, we want to do kind of like a silent style thing here. Yeah. If you want that thing, message me. My email is Murph, M-U-R-F, at RaidersFanRadio.com.
2: Yes. Yeah, message message him. You can, you can hit us up via Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, any of those things, and we'll tell you if you're the highest bidder or not.
3: Absolutely. But if you want to keep it on the down low, if you want to keep it quiet, just send me an email, and I'm not going to share back what your amount was or anything like that. But if we get what we feel, and I'm not even going to tell you, if we get what we feel is what we can, if we were to, like, sell that thing, if we can get that or more, then we'll just call you the highest bidder. You can PayPal us the money and then know that that's going to go straight to Tornado Relief. Yep. Consider it a tithe. You can call whatever you want because we're not going to share your information or whatever. We're yes. just going to take that money, give it to Tornado Relief, and then and then call it a day. So, anyway, so we got an autographed Nike Will Compton jersey yeah, right there. Yeah, signed to
2: Will Compton and for the boys which is, you know, which is, you know, a part of their busting with the Boys podcast. Absolutely. It's great stuff.
3: Absolutely. And so along with that, now for freebies, uh, Swago, you got a couple freebies. We're yes, gonna send absolutely.
2: Post. Well, while Will was in the fan cave, we asked him, uh, because we told him about our, our milestone that we hit. 2,000 yes. subscribers on YouTube, which thank you guys so much for subscribing, and we're going to give you guys a little gift. We told you guys that we were going to do it, so of course we are going to sign the Get Made t-shirt. Uh, with all of us, a little self promotion within a self promotion, but we're also going to give away a couple of these bad boys, a couple go. Will Compton for the boys, um, autog- or autographed pictures, eight by tens. That's for you guys, and you know what? We're actually going to take a dip into the swag bag. And we're gonna give nice. you this brand new twenty twenty Las Vegas Raiders uh hat right there, new era. It's the brand new one. I think this, this is the one they're gonna be wearing for uh like training camp and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay, cool. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's brand spanking new and you're gonna get that.
3: Right on. So one of you will get an autographed will picture yes. and a hat. The other one will get the automat or the autographed get made shirt. And then the uh, and then the autograph will will picture uh, absolutely so very cool stuff there. Thank you to all of you that support us each and every week here. On yes, Raiders thank Panetta. you very much. Yes, you guys absolutely. make the show what it is. Thank absolutely. you so much. Absolutely. All right. So let's jump into some Raider news. And uh, but before we do that, Swago hit a break.
5: Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders.
6: And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week.
5: You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby.
3: All right, once again, we we appreciate all of you joining us live here for uh, the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown, or the RFR Rundown, or RFRR, I guess as we call it. So on this show, basically what we do is we, we go over all the hottest Raider stories um, for RFR Live. We cover all of your emails and voicemails for those of you that are new listeners. And we get so many and so many viewers uh, each and every week. Like, as Jeff mentioned, we hit our milestone. We now have 2,100. We actually soared past uh, 2,000 uh, subscribers. and now have 21, which is, I know I say soared. That's a lot for us anyways in our little world here for a couple of knuckleheads in, in, in the bonus room. Um, but anyway, so we appreciate, uh, those of you joining us. And so, yes, we're going to cover all the biggest Raider stories, uh, throughout the course of the week, but also, um, that we like to do, you know, we like to pay homage to certain players. We we have, we have big, uh, reverence around here for a lot of different players, um, that, that have, that have come throughout the history of the, of the league. And of course the history of of our team. And so we're going to get to some fun stuff about Tim Brown later on tonight, Uh, And we're going to talk a little bit about one of the new um, players to the Raiders, a new legacy player, and and, and Henry Ruggs III. Um, But before we get to even to all that, for those of you that don't know, I mean Jeff is a huge Marcus Mariota fan. He's a huge fan of uh, of number eight, who you know comes to the Raiders via the Tennessee Titans after after having this phenomenal collegiate career um, in Oregon,
2: just like Swag Jeff did.
3: Well, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Came to us via the Tennessee Titans. So um, so uh, we want to we want to uh, turn it over here uh, to Jeff as he uh, jumps into what we call now on the, on the RFR rundown. If you can't tell, I've been stalling. This is now the Aloha Corner and the Aloha Corner now comes with uh, with some visuals for those of you that are on the YouTube so uh, as I as I take another second here before I turn it over let's let's now welcome back into the fan cave swag Jeff and he's going to tell us a little bit about one of his favorite players and that is Marcus Mariota
2: welcome everybody Welcome everybody to another edition of Aloha Corner. I'm Swag Jeff. We're here to gush about a player, a player that wears number eight, a player that will play for the Las Vegas Raiders. That's right, I'm talking about Marcus Mariota. Did you know in 2015, Marcus Mariota ran for an 87 yard touchdown to the house, which is third longest in NFL history as far as runs, only third to Terrell Pryor with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, but uh, let's talk about his Heisman season. His Heisman season in 2014, he was 304 for 45 for 4,454 yards and 42 touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Uh, 135 rushes for 770 yards and 15 touchdowns. Are you kidding me? One reception for 26 yards and one touchdown? Are you freaking kidding me? Well, yeah, this guy's the best. That's 58 touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. He could be the best player to ever suit him up. It's the best. (laughs) You want to talk about Raider news. Uh, DC and Mariota have been spotted in Las Vegas training together, working out together. Are are they just learning the playbook? Is he, you know, is, is Mariota teaching Derek Carr how to throw the football? I don't know what it is, but uh, but it's great to see this team coming together. I did see that he has uh, he shaved his beard. He has shaved his beard to get the rookie look, the rookie look where he had success. Okay, where's my where my damn music go? Where my music go? I'll start it again. Go ahead. Oh, the mucus is behind me. He's training behind me. We're we're all a family here. Ohana. we we have the mana, the mana, uh, the mana attitude. We are mana warriors. And uh, and mahalo, Mariota. Mahalo for just being who you are. We love you, and we cannot wait to see you uh, lace them up, put those pads on over that beautiful number eight Raider jersey. And, uh, and yeah, from Swag Jeff, Marcus Mariota, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs>
3: Oh, they you got a seal there. Oh, that's a nice seal.
2: Very
3: nice, very nice. Oh, what happened to Marcus? Eric, I'll give you Marcus one more time. Yeah, where's he
2: at?
3: There he comes. I think he's gonna run down the beach (laughs) at you, Jeff. There he
5: is.
3: (laughs) I says this is getting creepy. (laughs) This is my favorite bit ever. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, you ready?
7: are done <laughs> just press the damn button
3: nerd sorry what's up Raider Nation it's your boy Will Compton you're listening to Raider Sand Radio with my boys Murph Swaggy Jeff and Uncle Mosh tune in because they put out a banger podcast Oh, my gosh, Jeff, you're the best, Swaggo. That was too funny, man. Good job. All right, so uh, as I mentioned, we're going to get to some of the hottest Raiders uh, stories this week, and uh, let's kick it off with uh, one of my all-time favorites, one of the guys that inspired me to do a freaking uh, a podcast to begin with, and I know my cousin Sonny as well, and I know Uncle Mosh is a big fan of his, Swaggo's a big fan of his. I don't listen to his show as much anymore, but i um, been a huge fan of... Jim Rome for many, many years Uh, actually even used to call into that show back in the day uh, to, uh, you know, you could call me a clone uh, once upon a time. But anyways, so Jim Rome uh, had a a, a segment about the Raiders and about Mark Davis in particular. And, you know, swag brought it up before the show that, you know, the NFL has now mandated that any fans that are going to attend uh, a 2020 season game, uh, you have to wear a mask. And, but we were talking amongst ourselves, like we were wondering, like, well is there gonna be any any fans anyways? So many stadiums now already in New York and even Philly have said that they're not going to have any 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 fans in the stands. But anyway, so Mark Davis came out and said quite a bit around uh, the Raiders and the whole notion of of fans wearing masks and fans frankly, uh, whether they should or shouldn't be able to attend games. He said he wouldn't attend any games if fans weren't able to go. So a lot of stuff going on around uh, Mark Davis, and Rome had quite a bit to say about it. Now, I will say this. It's a little tired, the whole taking pot shots at Mark Davis about his haircut.
2: Yeah, it's been done.
3: But that's kind of Rome's thing. So forgive the shots. Like, that's not us amplifying Rome's little jokes here. Like, look, I can take a joke. We look what we just did. Like, we're not afraid to like poke fun even at each other. But yeah. like it's kind of like, all right, like we get it. I he's got a funky haircut. He likes P.F. Changs, a minivan, and a flip phone. Like who doesn't? Right?
2: Who doesn't like that <laughs> stuff? Exactly.
3: So, you don't like that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so forgive <laughs> the lame jokes, but but the sentiment uh that Rome has to say is I think very appropriate.
8: Interestingly enough though, it's not just the players. We're expressing those concerns one of the nfl owners did as well raider owner mark davis now davis is going to be known for something more than just rocking the worst ginger cut ever and a flip phone nope now he is also the only owner approaching the viability of the coming season by saying hey, let's not get into that just yet
2: uh, let's not get into that yet an owner
8: doing that Last night, Mark Davis told ESPN, quote, I don't even know if it's safe to play. Uncertainty is the word, end quote. I mean, that's an amazing statement, really, from an owner. Given how eager the league has been to bowl right through the pandemic, you know they cannot be that pleased to hear that from Mark Davis. And then Davis kept going. He ran down three options for what this season might look like. Number one, you can continue as planned with training camps opening up next week. Number two, delay the start until November and then go with a 12-game regular season, which would mean canceling the four interconference games. And number three, cancel the twenty twenty season. That's right. I said cancel the twenty season completely. And that's not me saying it, that's an NFL owner saying it and saying it to ESPN. One thing for an owner to acknowledge that it may not be safe to play, that's newsworthy enough. Quite another, though, for an owner to acknowledge, canceling the entire season is on the table, too. And yes, I know it's not Jerry Jones or the Roonies or Bob Kraft talking. It's the owner with the whack ginger bowl cut who rolls around in a minivan with a flip phone fetish and is posting up at P.F. Chang's. But dude is still an actual owner. He is still one of them an NFL owner saying that he's not sure if it's safe to play right now, and an NFL owner raising the possibility of shortening or even canceling the entire season. Like, there are only 32 of those guys on this planet, and one of them has mentioned the unthinkable.
3: All right, interesting stuff there, Swago. So yes. I'm going to kick it over to you. First off, uh, props to the chat room and, and Jeff Murphy in there, where he says that you're like, uh, fans wearing masks like what else is new in Raider Nation right exactly like, that's easy for us
2: exactly But like
3: but talk a little bit about about Rome's comments there
2: yeah I, you know I mean yeah I, you know what? I'm with you as far as you know we we hear the jabs all the time about Mark but you know what he's done a ton for this franchise and for the league and stuff so so I, you he's know, he's a lot
3: more respected of a name and commentary or yes. commenter now than he would have been. Remember all the crap Raider fans gave him back in the day? Absolutely. And, hey, and I'm calling you out, Raider fan. There's a, plenty of you that were like, Mark Davis is going to run us into the ground. Mark And I cut you off, and I'm sorry. No, that's no, like, okay. But like, m- people are like, oh, Mark Davis is going to run us into the ground. Mark Davis is going to ruin the franchise. Mark Davis, Mark Davis, Mark Davis. You know what? All of a sudden now, the Raiders are the most one of the most valuable franchises in the league. He's got a beautiful gem built in the desert, a beautiful training facility, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Like, Mark Davis is now a respected owner and the nfl so shame on all of you that talked all that you know what back when he first took took control of back over the franchise but but i think that rome is being awful dismissive and a little petty in his comments and he says like oh he's not the roonies he's not jerry Jones, no he's mark freaking davis yeah you know Uh what i mean and that kind of carries some weight
2: nowadays absolutely yeah i mean it's uh it's you know it's You don't hear a lot of the owners come out publicly and say, is this a good idea? You know, I don't know. I mean, you got all these guys like Jerry Jones that they just want to play because they want to get their money, too. Uh You know what I mean? And so, you know, Mark Davis is kind of looking out not only for his team and his family and all the people in Las Vegas, but for Raider Nation as well. You know, so... Yes, we all want to get into that beautiful stadium, that amazing stadium. Oh my gosh. But you know what? But if but if our owner is not comfortable with it right now, then I'm totally on board with whatever he wants to do because he's done so much good right now. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. So um, somebody said, what's with the music? Do I still have music playing?
2: Yeah, it says that every time. <laughs> it says every time <laughs> I'm on, the, oh. the Aloha music is playing. Oh, no.
3: Okay. All right. Is we'll that, cut that it would... off. All right, I, I think I got it cut off there. <laughs> but, oh,
2: but that's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> sorry
3: about that. Every time Swag Jeff is on a place to marry to music. <laughs> I think yes, that uh, was on
2: purpose, everybody. Okay, yeah. is that
3: off now? I think I got it off. This, so that's that, yeah. yeah,
2: Michelle says, I think we're all just hearing what's in Swag's head all the time. Yeah, <laughs> there's constant hula music in my head at all times. All right, let me know if it's off, you guys. I'm so sorry about yeah, that. Let yeah, let us know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> If you couldn't hear what I said, I said, "Well, yeah." <laughs> uh,
5: oh it, okay, did, did, okay, turn
2: it back on me. Did it fix it? Uh, I don't
3: know. Let me let me leave it on swag. All right, can you can you guys pull the music oh. Are we good? <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs> can, it, can it can it can you hear me now? We good? Oh my gosh, it's the best.
3: Oh man, too far. Right, I'm just gonna start talking while while swag's
8: going. <laughs> the chat is killing us. <laughs>
3: you guys are the best all right the big easy says we're good thank you big easy oh good oh man sorry about that guys (laughs) that's hilarious oh dude it was lingering on i wish that was that's incredible i wish that was going to carry over the audio version but it won't it'll just be on the youtube look at my glasses are fogging up oh that's incredible oh my gosh you're the best all right too funny all right so anyways uh let's move on so speaking of of, uh, of, uh, of of public figures and, and sports analysts. Let's go now to our buddy, JT the Brick. Now, um, a man who won't take a pot shot at Mark Davis and a, and a, and a guy who does uh, respect the organization. And actually, I didn't even think about this. Did you know this? Do you know where JT the Brick got his start from, Swago?
2: I have no idea. Are
3: you familiar with Jim Rome's smack off? Do you know uh, what that is? No, I do not. Okay, Jim Rome every year has a call-in contest where he has the caller leave a message, or not leave a message, but like get on the air and give like their take, right? And give a take, don't suck that whole thing that that Rome has. Yeah. So they would give like a two or three minute take. And okay. JT the brick won the annual smack off like three years in a row. Okay. And then got offered his own radio show. Oh, wow. And became JT the brick. Like That's he awesome. got his start as a caller on the Jim Rome show. How like, cool is yeah, that? Isn't that cool? Yeah. There's a little, little, little tidbit for you there. Anyways, I, I didn't even think about that when I put this together. But that said, JT the Brick is very much a fan of, of, of uh, and, and a voice of, of the Raiders. And so let's go now and hear JT on NFL Network talking with Andrew Siciliano and. Great stuff here with JT. Um, Go out and find this on your own because this whole thing is like six minutes long. Yes. We only took a couple minutes in the interest of time. So after you hear the part here and after you watch the whole episode here, go find it. Uh, You'll be able to to YouTube it and and find it. It's a great interview. Uh, This is, uh, once again, JT the Brick on NFL Network.
6: How is JT the view
2: from Vegas on the newest team in town?
4: Andrew, the view is bright and the future of the Raiders, everyone's excited out here. The Las Vegas Raiders now have a global stadium and one of the greatest world headquarters in all of sports, let alone the NFL. And we're talking about a franchise now moving into a new stadium and a new headquarters moving down from Alameda. So the franchise is completely fired up. The new players, the roster has been reloaded. And the fans, the global Raider nation, now has a stadium that they can call home, that they don't have to share with anybody that's going to be state-of-the-art.
1: Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: But logistically, JT, look, it's, it's difficult for all 32 teams.
9: Difficult for everyone in this football business trying to get this season on the field. I have to imagine this is a monumental task here for Mayock, for
2: Mark Davis, for everybody running this franchise to relocate in a pandemic.
4: Yes, the staff led by John Gruden, of course, the owner, Mark Davis, Mark Bedane, the president, they've been working for years, Andrew, on this move, and they've nailed it. They're on budget. The stadium is opening on time. It's gorgeous. And then the facility, as you can see, is second to none, maybe other than the star in Dallas. So for the entire staff and this organization that has relocated with their families and their cherished ones to come to Vegas and buy new homes and be a part of this community, what their foundation has done on the ground to set the tone here in Las Vegas has been perfect. I'm telling you, from living here over 20 years, I've never seen anything like it in the whole city is welcoming the Raiders. And again, the global Raider Nation finally has a place where they can say, that's our stadium. We can't wait to win there.
3: Awesome stuff from JT there. Hey, before we get into that, I got to shout out the chat, dude. So uh, a lot of people in there, the Big Easy, Jay Laval, Raider Collie, Darth Raider or Darth Vader Raider, Super Him, Watts Raider, iPatch. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Foxy Scorpio, Ron the Materator, of course, is in there. Uh, Big Drox is in there. Uh, A lot of new folks in there, a lot of new names, man, and appreciate all of you joining us uh, here on on YouTube.com slash MurphsFanCave. Hey, so as I mentioned, some new names, and one of them in there is Jay Laval. I'm not, uh, yeah. Jay, Jay, nice to meet you. And I love what he says. He goes, Who cares what Swag Jeff says? Play that fire Mariota track. Hey,
2: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
3: That's so funny. And then Ron the Materator says, Every time Swag speaks, Mariota gets his wings. Oh, <laughs> I, love, I love that. Yeah, you do. Anyways, good stuff there. Appreciate you in the chat room. James Furpo, another new name. Chris Rodriguez. Well, Lots of new folks in there tonight. Appreciate you, Lee B., man. Appreciate you joining us here uh, live for this RFR Rundown. All right, so let's get to what JT had to say, Swago. So, yes, there's a few things about the Raiders that I just got done rhapsodizing a minute ago about how the Raiders have really, or Mark Davis anyways, has become like, you know, a very relevant NFL owner. There were so many years that our franchise and our organization as a whole was, of course, it was the Raiders, so it's always relevant to us. But in terms of, like, league influence, league representation, we took a back seat, which should not be the case, because as the Raiders, we should always be leading, right? Um, but unfortunately, we took a little bit of a back seat. We, didn't, we weren't winning. Our facility was uh, challenged at best. Sure. Even our practice facilities were. Like, the organization was dysfunctional from the front office perspective. Like, there's a lot of things going on around the Raiders. This is now the healthiest, not only the Raiders have been since Al and his heyday, since like Al, like a prime Al. Yes. You know what I mean? Like 1981 Al Davis when he was like, you know what I mean? Calling all the shots. Oh, yeah. And the gangster of the NFL and like running everything, right? Aside from that, or even AFL version, whatever. You guys get what I'm saying. This is the most functional we have been. And not only the most functional as an organization, but now as we are, I think we're a model franchise and I, and I, and I tell me what you think, Raider. And I mean, I got a pretty good idea what the opinion of the chat room is going to be, but I think if you remove yourself from it and look at it objectively and not subjectively as a fan, yes. and like, look at it. When you look at the training facility, you look at the playing facility, you look at the organization, you look at the roster, you look at the GM, the head coach, the yes, all Mark, Bedane like you name it all it's pretty freaking healthy and i love this idea that that jt uh, uh, w- this notion about like this is now like we are modeling what it is now to be the absolute epitome or peak of an nfl franchise
2: yes ab- absolutely you know yes I, to your point i mean that's that's perfect you know from top to bottom you know it seems like we're healthier now than we've been in a really long time and you know and and it's a full it's a full rebranding which i think is really appropriate going to vegas you know i feel like this we have more talent on this team now than we ever than we have in a long time so so we're rebranding in that way we're rebranding to the las vegas raiders we're rebranding to have our own stadium and facility and all that stuff and you know bringing in gruden and mayock and all that stuff to this this just we're creating what was had what the Raiders had back in the heyday back in the eighties absolutely and, and all that stuff and and you know and talking to Will uh, last week you know we we asked him a lot about you know what is what does Gruden talk about in the locker room and and you know what what's you know what's going yeah. on there and you know yeah. and he said you know yeah we had guys like Blitnikoff come in and talk to us and stuff like that they're working so hard on building the mystique and the legacy of the Raiders yes. with this new brand of, or, you know, these new group of guys and stuff like that. And it's, it's incredible to watch.
3: Absolutely, man. I, that's, that's that's an excellent point, Jeff. And you know what I think is interesting is that, and if you go back and, again, please go watch that whole thing with JT. He, he touches on something that we've touched on for a long time. And, I, like, seriously, like, going back, like, a couple, three years even now, and I caught a lot of crap for this, Jeff. I was saying that, like, you know, John Gruden is not building the newer version of the Raiders as much as he's building the newer version of the Patriots. Sure. Like, you know, the Patriots at the time and still kind of are the model for functional winning franchises in the league. And that the, that John Gruden wanted to build his version of the Patriots. And, yes, and like, and again, I caught a lot of crap for that, but the notion was they're the best there is like, Yeah, sign us up for six Super Bowls, Raider Nation. Like, what the hell do you got? I know we hate the Patriots, but you can't hate what their accomplishments are. If you were to take that, the notion of, like, their accomplishments and then mirror that and and assign it to our team, yes, please. Absolutely. So that whole idea, it's a copycat league. It always has been. So anyways, so that's what he was doing. And then now, and JT even goes on to say that, look, man, It's not even about trying to build the new version of the Patriots. It's building the new version of the Chiefs. Because whether we like it or not, we got to play those jackasses twice a year. And if you can't get out of your own damn division, you sure as crap aren't going to win a Super Bowl. Like, we've got to compete. So he talks about, like, the organizational structure of it all the way down to the draft pick of Henry Ruggs and how that mirrors... What Tyreek Hill is, and you know, granted, Ruggs is the number one for us, and we're going to talk about Ruggs here in a second. But Ruggs was a first-rounder for us. You know, Tyreek Hill was a fifth-round pick. Yes. But the dynamics, the, the dynamics of him as a player, the explosiveness, all that stuff, when you look at what the Raiders are doing, we're building to beat the damn Chiefs, and we're building organizationally to mirror what the Patriots are. Now, look, I... We, You can't hate those teams more than us. We get that, but those are also the two winningest organizations here of recent history, and that's what we want to be. And if you want to play ball with those guys, no pun intended, you got to freaking be like them. Right. It's a copycat league. You got to yes. be structured like that, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, when us modeling after that, more people are going to model after us. Amen. So it's, you know, it's the the league is evolving, the league is changing. And, you know, and 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 thankfully it seems like we're kind of on the front side of that, you know, building up you know to beat those guys so so yeah absolutely
3: absolutely and it's really important you know when you look at the diversity that we now have on offense like we have so many different freak look Derek Carr man you've got all the weapons oh yeah you have all the weapons so there is when you look at the way Bill Belichick will win a football game he doesn't play the same way week in week out offensively I'm speaking of strictly offensively and you could apply this to defense too, but offensively speaking, he doesn't play the same way week in, week out. One week he kills you with the running game. The next week he kills you with the tight ends. The next week he kills you with wide receivers. The next, You know what I mean? Like It's like there's always that like he moves and he's fluid within it because he's got the ability based on the talent that he's got in-house to be able to do different things. Yes. Well, all of a sudden, one week Julian Edelman is a fantasy freaking football you know what I mean? Jem. Yeah. And, and then, then they, you don't see him for four weeks. And then you don't see him for four weeks. Because Absolutely. Because that's what they needed to do that particular week to beat that particular team. Absolutely. That's the, and also another comment I've made, Jeff, in the past and caught a lot of crap for was that the Raiders ran out of talent. People be like, well, what does that mean? What that means is that you lack the ability to do things when you have players get hurt or you yeah, lose the ability. No depth. There's no depth. You lose the ability to match up against people. You run out of talent. You only got so much talent on the damn roster. And when Tyrell Williams goes down... Oh, now what are we gonna do? Right, I don't know, and neither did they. Right. So, point being though is that like the Raiders now have depth. They've got options. They've got ways to beat different teams, multiple ways, and hopefully it starts showing up. Yes, dude, we got a tough schedule to start off this season. We got to get started hot. We, uh, they just absolutely have to. Have we cannot to. afford to be one and four going to the bye week. Otherwise, your boy Mariota is gonna be running the show. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh, set a break.
4: What's up? It's Brockman from The Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tufo from The Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Raiders Band, Band Radio. Yes! <laughs>
2: So we got the whole crew in here. We got the big easy Eye Patch, Jay uh Laval, uh Darth Vader Raider, uh, Robin Martinez, uh Damage Inc. Raider Nation Scotland, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Watts Raider, uh, the whole crew's in here. Uh Lee B's in here. Uh thank you guys so much for joining. Uh and speaking of our talent. Speaking yes. of our talent, yes. we uh the Madden ratings came out. Yeah, man. The Madden ratings came out. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, get we get shafted. On some of these players and so stuff, much. it's it's insane. I kind of
3: ran them down real quick last week. Yeah. But, like, Rodney Hudson is the best yeah, raider. Ro-
2: yeah, Rodney Hudson's a 93. Uh, Incognito's a 90. Josh Jacobs, 88. Uh, Trent Brown, 87. Darren Waller, 85. Demarius Randall and LaMarcus Joyner, both 82. Ty Williams, 82. Derek Carr, 79. Uh, Gabe Jackson, 78. All right, give me your
3: biggest miss. Give me your biggest miss and your biggest uh, hit
2: on that. Um you know, I I think uh I think Darren Waller is a, is good. I'm glad that that he's up in the mid 80s yes. now cuz I, right? he, I think last year he's right? He's 85. 85 is
3: a good rating. yeah That's yeah, a good last year and he's fast.
2: And he's fast. Yeah. Last year he was uh I think he was like 68 or something right, last year in the right, game. Yeah. Something crazy. Um uh, Derek Carr's number slipped again. Um, which you know, which a lot of the guys that love Carr, that love the stats, the seventy percent accuracy and all that stuff, that kind of surprises me a little bit that that he isn't eighty eighty one still, that he's dropping even though yeah. the season that that he had, you know, which you know we had L's, so it really doesn't matter what his stats are, but uh, but you know, I don't see, uh, I would have liked to have seen uh, Jonathan Abram on this list. Oh um, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. even though we've only seen him for one week.
3: Um, he's pretty good. He's like got like the superstar thing and stuff, like as a development and stuff. Yeah. So he's actually a pretty good player in Madden. He's got big speed. He's like 91, 92 yeah, acceleration, yeah. something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Right.
2: yeah. And then uh but but our boy, uh, our boy Ruggs, he's not on here. You know, the first receiver off the board, you'd think he'd probably fall 80, you know. I mean something, you know what I mean? Pretty like pretty close. Pretty and close.
3: When rookies typically end up in the mid seventies, and speaking of that, that's a segue as we hey. call it here in the business.
2: Uh, let's go to
3: when Henry Ruggs found out about his ratings. Now, this is cool. So, Chad Ocho Cinco, as you guys know, uh, uh, former Bengal, Dolphin, what else did he play? Patriot. Like, he was all over the place. Uh, Ocho Cinco was reaching out to uh, different players, the rookies uh, in particular and giving them their rookie ratings. Now, th- where the the rookie rating hits kind of where we felt it was going to hit as an overall uh, for Henry Ruggs III, um, his speed rating is what is really fun as we listen to these two guys. Uh, t- I don't know if this was like a, just a YouTube thing or what, uh, but anyways, we came across this video, and it's pretty fun. So this is Henry Ruggs finding out uh, in real time what his Madden ratings are.
7: Hey, bro, what's up, oh, bro? What's up? What's, what's happening, baby? Oh, man, nothing too much. It ain't good. Man, everything in life is great, man. If I had your hands, I'd cut mine off, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty damn funny. If I had your hands, I'd cut mine yeah. off. Yeah.
7: <laughs> he
3: wouldn't say that to Amari Cooper.
7: Uh, no, I'm trying to be like you. We're going to meet. We're going to meet I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen before you get to camp. I don't want no excuses. Okay. I'm coming wherever you're training at. All right. And we're going to line up. We're going to run 10 routes. Okay, I'm playing DB and I guarantee you won't catch two balls. What? Well, Damn! That's, that's how I'm feeling. Nah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make next Just taking that. What you expect to see as far as your ratings go? What you think it's gonna look like? As far as overall, I don't know. You know, you know y'all. They kind of nervous Rook is alive, man. So. <laughs> Probably be, probably be, be somewhere in the, in the 70s. Okay, 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 honest, honest. You ready? So we gonna start off, we gonna start off with speed. What you think your speed is? Nah, nah. Nah. It to be. Nah, okay. Your speed is a 98. Okay. You're the second fastest in the game behind Tyreek Hill. That, that, that's just a target on the field, show sure. Come Ooh. on! Wow. Come Shit. on! I love it. I love it. That's wild. I mean, I know I know my speed. I know I have you know great speed, but to be you know compared to to all the guys in the league and be the, the second fastest in in the game, that's 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 wild. And overall, you were second six. See, I, I knew it was gonna be. I knew it was something. uh like you gotta <laughs> you gotta get that up though. You gotta you gotta hey, go. listen. It's the honesty, I think I, I tweeted it not too long ago. But you, you got the opportunity to own this. Yeah, I seen that. Somebody somebody sent it to me. Somebody Listen, you got the opportunity
4: because
7: ain't nothing. It's something new, new stadium. Like you mm-hmm. have an opportunity to own the entire city, man. I'm happy for you. I'm excited.
3: All right, good stuff there, man. Appreciate it, Ocho. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. So uh hey, uh real quick before we get into finalizing this segment and get into the next one uh let's take a call or two yeah let's let's take a call it's been a lot of fun on rfr live taking live calls so yes uh, i've got the google voice up now so if you want to jump in and and join us here live for the rundown uh give us your take on any of the stories we've covered tonight or just whatever talk about your raider fandom in general yes uh, you can definitely jump in and uh and appreciate all of you that are in the chat room tonight any of you heck michelle sweat if you're in there you want to call us or capo's in there watch in there. raider collie stacy ruff darth vader raider eye patch is in there there uh lee b ron the materators in there i can't scroll up but appreciate everybody uh joining us live but so interesting stuff there so i i love the i love hearing the players uh get their Madden rating firsthand we our our boy compton uh got his rating firsthand and wasn't thrilled about it i think it was like 69 overall or something yeah something like that yeah something like that but uh but yeah like so rugs is that 98 speed in and he should be like, you know what I mean? Like should be, that's a, that's a, that's a good speed rating for him. He hasn't proven it in game yet though, but I firmly believe just like what he said, once I show you my game speed, I'll be a 99. And I think that's what all of us are looking for. Um, You know, taking the game out of the equation, all of us are looking for Henry Ruggs to be an explosive player, to be the guy that like Jeff Murphy told us about, you know, like, it was interesting when Jeff was in here last we all equate speed as fans. We think about the nine route, the go route, the straight route, the, like, burning somebody down the sidelines, catching a, you know, 50-yard bomb and then taking off for the rest of the way, that cliff branch, that Kenny Stabler throw deep, baby, the cliff branch kind of thing. But also, like, what Jeff had to say, with his quickness and his, you know, his his, his change of direction and all that stuff, he can really get underneath and split safeties, too, And so that forces the secondary to come down. And then when the secondary comes down, then that's when you send him on those big routes like that. So it was really interesting to hear it conceptually that way. And I think that once we see those kinds of things happen in real life, I think, well, I think we're going to see Mr. Ruggs hit that 99. Oh, w. absolutely. Absolutely,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, you just watch his highlights in Ala- uh, with Alabama. I mean, that's what they were using him to do. You know, you saw him cutting across the field, splitting safeties that way. You see him catching screens in the backfield, and just, I mean, just, it's unbelievable.
3: Awesome. Awesome. Hey, so we got a call. We Here got a call. Let's, let's check it out. Who we got?
0: Call from... Ipatch. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2.
3: Oh, hang on. We got... All right. Uh, two. Hi, Patch. Murph, what's going on? What's I up, bet. brother? How are you doing? I'm floating
5: around in my pool, man. Got home from work early today.
3: Oh, it's a rough life down there in yeah, Florida, right? isn't it? <laughs>
5: As long as you avoid all the COVID crap, yeah, it's nice.
3: There's no COVID in your pool, and the chlorine will kill it anyways, right?
5: <laughs> you got it, man. What's happening? Not
3: much, brother. Appreciate you calling in, man. Good to hear from you. I, he- what- I, hear, I hear your pool. I, I hear the
2: sound <laughs> effects. I dig it. Don't get excited. Marcus is not in the pool. <laughs> <flag>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. So, hey, so what do you think about the Raiders offseason so far, I Patch?
5: I'm. I just. I heard that they got to cut the roster down to 80 right off the get-go. Right?
3: Yeah. From 90 to 80. Yeah. So who
5: do you think's getting? Who's getting waxed first, man?
3: I don't know, man. It's it's tough when you get into that level the depth chart, man. But I got to imagine the guys that are historic practice squad guys. Our buddy Don Levitt, Rico Gafford, players like that. I got yeah, to imagine yeah. those ones on the bubble. Yeah.
2: Rico right? Gafford right and? now is like the fourth fastest guy in in Madden. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
5: and then, uh... he might be out of a job. Yeah, right. I, would, I guess they'll go on a practice squad. I, I would imagine, you know, they, they they can expand that a little bit. But, you know, I was thinking last week, man, when you had Compton on, I was like, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, getting line. I mean, we went in the last season with four linebackers, and, and yeah. it killed us. Well, uh, with the little bit of money we have left in cap room, man, I was like, why don't they just sign, you know, get get him. And, uh, I mean, Perfect was good for the team. Everybody liked him. Use those two as some, some, uh, you know, depth a little bit. Well, I don't want to go into this season with four linebackers again. I'm that with seems you. Seems like man. that's all we got.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm with you, and I, and I think that too. When you, especially when you look at Compton's leadership and, the, and what else he can bring to the table besides, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, capability. perfect yeah. too. His
5: leadership. It seems like the, the guys loved them. I mean, that you know, he just got suspended with a stupid hit, but I mean, it seemed like he was you know got it very equated with all the other guys on the team.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. This is just like for the first time in a long time, it's nice to have that problem, right? Where it's like, well, we yeah. have a lot of good linebackers. Like, which ones do we want? Right. You know, because for, for so many years, it was like, we don't have any. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And we're bringing yeah, like yeah. Derek Johnson. So I think or they said
5: that that pro football, uh, one of those pro football things, man, they said that uh, they ranked our linebackers sixth this year. Wow. From like, yeah, from like, 28th or 29th wow. last year we're ranked sixth this
3: year that's awesome well you know yeah, I, was was, kind of- I was watching not long ago on nfl network man and and uh uh i was watching a replay of the super bowl i remember what the number was but it was one with the patriots and the rams and like Corey littleton like there's like three plays in a row where he like picks off a pass or no he like deflects a pass forces a fumble and then like deflects a pass like 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 Back to back series, anyway, yeah. Not like consecutive plays, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like but it's like he, he the guy is insane. Like yeah. on the biggest stage ever, and he's making the biggest plays. Yeah, so I got I gotta imagine that's one of the reasons that like he uh, like, and I thought
5: know. I thought they got him kind of cheap too. You
3: absolutely,
2: know? absolutely. But, you know, we were just talking about, you know, modeling after the Chiefs and, you know, figuring out how to beat the Chiefs. That's why they bring a guy like that in to, to cover Travis Kelsey. Bingo. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's quick. Yeah. He can cover I'm just,
5: the – I'm just worried about the secondary, man. If they don't get some time together – I mean, they got talent. They're young, and They're just young. And I, I look at last year. Any team that we played that had a decent quarterback, we got our asses whooped. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got beat, man. And and you look at the we beat one good quarterback last year Stafford that was it we you know opening day we played Denver and we you know they had that uh, washed up what's his name yep. and then after that I mean we it's we didn't beat ahead. anybody that had a good quarterback I mean Cincinnati had their backup in Chicago had their backup in um, we beat Brissette. I mean we didn't beat many guys that anybody that had a good quarterback. And I just hope those guys get some time to gel or at least, you know, get some communication before, because like Q said a couple weeks ago, man, we got murderers row of quarterbacks early in the season, you know?
3: Absolutely, we do, and and those quarterbacks have good running backs too, and that's the other thing that's scary to me is that (laughs) it's like you got Drew Brees, you got to worry about him, and oh yeah, there's Alvin Kamara back there too, right? Exactly. It's like what the crap, man! Like yeah, we got. I'll tell you. So so what do you think? So okay, iPad. So give me your give me your. We hear you in your pool, and we can hear the water too. It's freaking awesome, by the way. So okay, so you're 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 in the pool there, but you got your crystal ball. What's your crystal ball tell you? The Raiders are looking like going into the bye week. We got five games. They're tough games. Uh, what, what what do we look like, man? Are, are we got a winning record at that point, or are we we uh, put Marcus Mariota in at one and four.
5: Uh, you know, and it's not uh, if Mariota gets in and we start off one and four. I don't think it's going to be Carr's fault. Um, I, I you know last year I was screaming sixteen and zero and then fifteen and one after we lost one <laughs> and fourteen and two, I, I, you know and I, I hate going to you know being the downer man but the the way the schedule is and the quarterbacks and I think we're going to lo- lose a lot of games early just because of the secondary not knowing and not communicating and not getting it they're going to get better they're going to be a lot better you know even with Abram back there but Abram didn't play last year you know so he's not. He's not gelling with those guys yet, so I think we're going to lose a lot early. I mean, we're going to be in games because of our offense, but I think we're getting a lot of shootouts. Uh, I hate to see Carr get out and go out, and I don't know. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be. I, right I'm here. thinking.
5: Maybe, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to go into the season like realistically. I'm thinking maybe nine and seven after I looked at the schedule and looking at the quarterbacks for playing again, but. Uh, you never know. I mean, our, we didn't have linebackers for so long, man, that just that linebackers is going to make a big difference.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you I, in the chat. They're talking about it. You know, Watts Raider says it's going to be a meltdown one and four. Uh, <laughs> says, you know, no preseason games suck. And, and I'm with, I'm with them. Like, you know, cause you like you, what you're saying, you know, the, the, the secondary and other parts of the team were so young. There's not that opportunity for them to, to gel in, in, in a game environment. and, no, and
5: not, and not no. We... I mean, look at that chief. Look at the chief game, man. Last year, the first quarter, we played great. And then all of they a sudden, know. we had a couple of blown coverages and miscommunications, and we
4: got, we got
3: up? lit up. It we, we gave no up all the points in the second quarter. quarter, twenty-eight points in the second quarter, and that was it. The whole game, right? Yeah, uh-huh, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing too is that, and this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot, but also, you know, guys get hurt, and that's the sad thing about when you put rookies into the NFL, the rigors on their body and everything, right. and without preseason, without camp, without yeah. all that, these guys are literally getting thrown yeah. into the fire, and then you th- and,
2: th- th- and then throw COVID into that. Oh my God. And then yeah, you, you got kids now... running around,
5: you know, all of a sudden with money in their pockets and they're going to be up exactly. doing things so, they shouldn't be doing maybe. Yeah. Hanging around with Max and his girl. <laughs> right,
3: well, yeah, they'll catch something besides COVID if oh they do that. Oh my gosh! All right, you'll be out longer than a two week quarantine. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think they've said
2: <laughs> they've said if you test positive for COVID, it's three weeks. Oh my! You're gosh, out three really? Uh huh. Yeah. Can you, oh you, you imagine? That, you man. Put on the injured list for three weeks. Well, so it's gonna shake all kinds of well, stuff. Up. Let's
3: let's root that uh, that Mahomes is going to the spearmint rhino then when he's in Vegas <laughs> and uh, right? catch his three week quarantine or whatever. Anyways, I mean, yeah, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. So, uh, but I patch. Appreciate you calling in, man. So this yeah, is. So we got a chance to meet I patch. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we got a chance to meet I patch live at the draft uh, that was here. Yeah, in I was Nashville. hoping
5: to catch you guys over in Atlanta this year. You know, because I was going to do the whole East Coast thing, man. In Atlanta, I was going to go to uh, Carolina's the opening game, you know, and then go up to Jersey for the Jets again. But who knows what's going on anymore? Yeah,
3: absolutely, yeah. So hopefully we get to, we'll get to, to to catch you sometime uh, and, and meet you back live and, and enjoy a tailgate. But in the meantime, brother, like uh, great to meet you, great to uh, talk to you on the air. This is one of the cool things about these live calls. We hear your voicemails all the time, yes, but we don't get a chance to interact with you live. And so this is really cool. Appreciate you calling in, man.
5: All right, guys, take care and say enjoy hello your to soak. Where I'm at. Yeah,
3: enjoy the soak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take care, I right, patch.
5: Bye
3: bye. All right. Good stuff there from our buddy iPatch, man. This these live calls, man. Yeah. This, this is fun, man. This has been a new fun uh uh dynamic to the show. Hey, before we jump into the uh uh to the last segment, Swago, uh give us the uh the chat room in there and then hit a break.
2: Yeah, yeah. We got the big easy raider collie, uh Michelle Sweat, uh Watch Raider, Big Easy, uh Lee B, uh Darth Vader Raider, uh, Stacy Ruffs in there. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider Uh, who else we got in there Uh, Mike Lee's in there Uh, thank you guys for joining absolutely Jay LaValle's in there Damage Inc. Raider Nation
3: uh, from Scotland is in there loving our UK folks show up well yeah
6: hey this is Pete Koch former Los Angeles Raider. yeah back in the old days baby
4: and you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh who happens to have the same hair as me check it out Raiders Fan Radio
2: I almost forgot to say that Adam Hill's in the chat. Your best friend. Well, yeah. He's the all sp- of our best friends. Well, Adam he, Hill.
3: He's a strong four.
2: He's a strong four. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I got the
3: number one spot still.
2: Yeah. You're all. Yeah. You always. Okay. Number one. And then and then comp. Yeah. Comp.
3: And then Mariota. Mario. No. Then. Ma- well, no, Mario- no, me Ma- then Mosh. Well, you can't do that. Me and Mosh are tied for first.
2: Yeah, you're one in one a. Okay. Yeah, one in one a. Yeah, yeah, and then you got Comp and Mariota, but but then Adam Hills right there, right there,
3: man. He's right there. There you go, Adam Hill. You're the best, Adam. I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate all of you that are in the chat, and uh, and appreciate. Oh, so what's up with Uncle Mosh? James Furpo in there says, uh, "What's up with Uncle Mosh? Uncle Mosh has had the craziest (laughs) freaking like." Listen, so Uncle Mosh, for those of you that don't know, and I'll give you a little inside baseball here before we get to our last segment. Uncle Mosh is a, is a high school theater teacher, and their uh, show that they normally do in the early part of the spring um, got postponed repeatedly because of COVID and school getting canceled. Yes. And then they were able to, like, they were lack of a better word, teased with like their ability to like do the show live. And it like got strung out over this long period of time. So some weeks he was able to rehearse, some weeks he wasn't. They were building sets, then they had to vacate, blah, 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 all this stuff. Then they caught this like like two-week window yes, where they were like, able to do their final dress rehearsals and the county and the mayor and like Uncle Mark, uh, uh, Uncle Mark his real name, Uncle Mosh was the only show. In the entirety of our state, the entirety of the, uh, the state of Tennessee, the only live performance that was allowed to go up was this high school production that Uncle Mark, uh, oh, I call him again. I can't stop calling him Uncle Mark when I'm talking, his, talking about his real life. That Uncle Mosh, the, the only production in the, in the hit, like, no, there's no concerts, there's no nothing going on. You can't go to a movie theater, but Uncle Mosh was able to put on his show. Yes. So all that stuff carried on for like three months. So he's just been real busy with real life. And so much respect to him. For, and then he went
2: to Tunica. He well, went to do some well, casino sports. And and did and, and did very well. Very well. Very well. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised he came back. And there's only
3: one thing that he loved uh, after, of course, and Kathy first and foremost in his life and his faith. Yeah. And then his theater productions. Then Raiders fan radio was one notch under what? Tunica. Tunica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so if there's a choice for Uncle Mosh to go to the casinos or do Raiders yeah. fan, and Raider, then
2: you and me are down at the bottom. Then we're we we're
3: way down there, like, <laughs> we're like our eight, our kids, and yeah, all yeah, no, everybody's way. Yeah, no, we're way down there. Anyway, so uh, but that's what happened, to Uncle Mosh. So appreciate you asking about him. Yes. And uh, Raider, uh, and I know this, um, Raider Tommy Foxy Scorpio, whoever was asking in there, um, Mosh will be back. He'll be back for the Fannies next week. Yeah, he will. And uh, we're gonna have a blast. All right. So speaking of legends oh good one thank you buddy so speaking of legends we're gonna close out the show uh by honoring number 81 we're gonna honor one of the all-time greatest raiders mr raider himself happy birthday Uh, by the way happy birthday tim brown today july 22nd is uh tim brown's 54th birthday yeah so uh you know it's so funny like When these milestones for players, whether it's personal milestones or whatever else comes up, I'm always like, hey, we don't talk about that guy enough. Like, we don't talk about, and here's another one, like, we don't talk about Tim Brown enough. Like, I feel like we camp out on, like, Willie Brown, Jack Tatum, Stabler, Boletnikov, obviously, Villapiano, like, you know, we kind of camp out on certain players. We don't camp out on Tim Brown nearly enough. Bo Jackson's another one we camped out on. So, we're gonna camp out on Tim Brown for a minute. We're gonna talk about uh, the greatness of Timmy Brown yes. while wishing him a happy birthday. So happy fifty-four to uh, to Mr. Raider, a guy that almost spent the entirety of his career uh, with the Raiders. And we're gonna talk about a lot of his career highlights here in just a second. But first, let's go to NFL Network, who named Tim Brown the fifth greatest Raider of all time. And now,
2: the number five Raider of all time, Tim Brown
8: picked up, Gannon throws oh, up, right, got it, he's open, he touchdown! touchdown! Timmy Brown!
6: Great, great receiver. The guy could change things so quickly. Anytime he touched the ball, heart and soul of the Raiders, and one of the
4: greatest receivers in this game. Tim was a guy who, who longevity has got to speak volumes for itself, his ability to return kicks early in his career, his run after the catch, and I think he's certainly a guy that that empowered what the Raiders were about in terms of a guy who had great speed and could do a lot of different things. Touchdown, Raiders!
3: And it is appropriate that the first score for the return of the Oakland Raiders goes
8: to a heart and soul player like Tim Brown. Tim Brown with career catch number 1,000, all in the silver and black of the Raiders.
5: Tim Brown has caught more passes for more yards and more touchdowns than anyone in Raider history. But what if he had landed across the San Francisco Bay?
4: Now he's very productive for a long period of time. If he had not been injured early in his career, he would have put up close to Jerry Rice numbers. A lot of people thought if you had switched Brown and Rice, that, that Tim would have done the same thing in San Francisco that Jerry Rice did. Oh, Tim Brown, touchdown!
5: Our number five Raider had the stats, but did he have that Raider mentality
2: needed to make our list? Tim Brown is the anti-Raider because he's way too nice of a guy. He's not wearing spiked shoulder pads with silver face paint. He's not just released from the insane asylum. He's not an accused convict. He's not a draft bust. He's not a scrap heap pickup. He shouldn't even be a Raider. I think he should be a priest. Touchdown!
6: a very professional person in how he went about his business, and maybe sometimes those guys don't get as much attention, but clearly, from a productivity standpoint, this guy was one of the best out there.
5: Brown's place in the all-time rankings is secure, but did he just win enough, baby? He should probably be in the top ten. Tell me what his impact is. He never played on a team that won the Super Bowl. In his career, the Raiders reached the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl three times.
8: Easy. And they did annihilating. The Raiders, 51-3.
5: In those three years, they played seven postseason games. In those seven postseason games, Tim Brown caught as many touchdown passes as Ira Miller did. And through the hands of
1: Brown incomplete. My favorite Raider, number one on my list, how many
8: quarterbacks that were mediocre did through Tim Brown in LA? Schrader, Marinovich, Vince Evans. Now I think if he had a Montana or a Young thrown at him, you would have oh. shredded Rice's numbers.
3: All right, so good stuff there from NFL Network, and this is very interesting. So there's so much to talk about here. So first and foremost, around Timmy Brown's career, he was so prolific with. I mean, at best, mediocre teams. So many times, and I, I see the calls coming in, and we're going to get to you in just a second. We're going to finish with this Tim Brown segment, and then please call in. I, I, I see our hotlines blowing up here. Appreciate nice. all of you doing that. Um, well, let's get. We want to get our thoughts about Timmy Brown out, out first, and then and then we'll check in for you with you for sure. Um, so Timmy Brown. So a lot of quarterbacks, right? And one of the one of the commentators in that in that clip there said. That, you know, what if Timmy Brown would have played with Joe Montana or Steve Young? And it's a very important point when you look at Tim and his, you know, um, relevance or whatever his impact on the league that also a criticism that was levied there was like, well, what did he ever do in these times and blah, blah, blah. Well, look at what he had to work with. And when you look at the amount of quarterbacks, Tim Brown played with 19 quarterbacks. And he caught touchdown passes from 11. Jerry Rice caught touchdown passes from two guys. Yeah. Two, until he became a Raider. But, well, point being, though, is that I'm going to, and I'm going to read this here. Check this out. In a 17 year career that included 1,094 catches. For 14,934 yards and 105 touchdowns, Brown caught balls from 19 QBs with the Raiders and Tampa Bay. I used to tell them to throw it in my vicinity and I'll do the rest. To be consistent for that many years with so many quarterbacks is something I'm very proud of. I don't know if a lot of other guys weathered through some of the things that had to be done. It was sometimes more mental than it was physical to get on the same page of these guys and almost babysit some of the young quarterbacks. While Jerry Rice and Joe Montana had Steve Young, Michael Irvin had Troy Aikman, um, uh, Andre Reed had Jim Kelly, Brown's quarterbacks were not exactly a who's who at the position. They were journeyman Jay Schrader, Vince Evans, Jeff Hostetler, Jeff George, and Donald Hollis. There were fringe players like Tuyasa Sopo, Chris Sims, David Klingler, Rob Johnson, T Martin, Bobby Hoying. Right? I mean, it's crazy. Yes. Of course, it all changed when Gannon got to Oakland in or Gannon. Yeah. When Gannon got to Oakland in ninety-nine, uh, to give Brown a top flight quarterback late in his career. To, you know, Rich Gannon as we've talked about numerous times, 2002 MVP. Uh uh. It, it, uh Gannon was the only quarterback who was an original selection of the Pro Bowl while playing with Brown. We looked it up, and it was like, um, th- okay, good, good trivia question for you here, Raider Nation. So when Jeff Hostetler was a replacement selection for Timmy Brown in 1994 as a Pro Bowler, here's your trivia question, though. There were only three other skill position players that made the Pro Bowl while teammates with Tim Brown. Think about that. So, think about that in contrast to the Niners and what Jerry Rice had to deal with when he had John Taylor and whatever, all the other million people that were on that team. But so, th- here's your trivia question. The chat room, I'm going to give you a minute for those of you listening. I'm going to give you a minute to stall out on it because think about this. Three other skill position players who made the Pro Bowl while teammates with Timmy Brown. I would play the Jeopardy music if I had it. Okay. Here they are. The one that's not on your list, I promise you, you didn't think of was Ethan Horton, tight end for the Raiders. I promise you, you didn't remember that Ethan Horton was a pro bowler. If you did, you get double bonus points and you're a better Raider fan than me because I didn't remember that. The other two, easy peasy. Mm -hmm. Jerry Rice and Bo Jackson. Now, think about that for a minute. For the entirety of his career those are the only three guys that were skill position players that were pro bowlers at the same time he played and fricking Timmy Brown still put up the numbers that he did still was prolific as he was still had the impact that he did. And I'm going to shut up now cause I'm risking rambling, but I do want to touch on this cause this is funny. I mentioned he had 19 quarterbacks and 11 of them that he caught touchdown passes from. He was on SI not all that long ago. This is just from a couple years ago. And they asked him, can you remember all the different players that you caught touchdown passes from.
9: Amazingly, you caught touchdown passes from 11 different quarterbacks. (laughs) We dug up some old pictures of some of the guys. Uh I'm going to test your memory, see Uh if you remember some of these guys here. Let's take a look at uh, one of the first of your old obscure quarterbacks. You remember that right there? Oh, Wade Wilson, yeah. All right. We, we, hey, we gave you an easy one to start <laughs> off with. <laughs> yeah, Wade Wilson right there. Right, one of the 11 that did throw you a touchdown pass. How about this next guy? Get a little harder with some of the uh, the old-time QBs for you.
7: Donald Hollis.
9: He's good. Yeah. You remember these guys. These that's aren't household names for most NFL fans. Well, you
6: know, I, I, now if you ask me, I wouldn't remember the names. <laughs> but
7: when I see the pictures, you know, I, I remember the guys, yeah. so
9: The pic. yeah, I guess it's all about the numbers, right? You're, right, you're, absolutely. Players yeah, remember yeah. the numbers. No One more for you. Let's take a look at this. Oh, that's my guy, Vince Evans, right there now. I mean.
6: Hey man, four, <laughs> oh,
9: Four, oh, so yeah, Number eleven, and then one more. You're gonna get this. You got all these. I think you're. Uh, I think you're on point with all these QBs. I don't know if you could name all eleven, but
7: oh, Marcus Tuaasasopo. Perfect.
9: Four for four. <laughs> Impressive stuff right there.
3: The second greatest, Marcus. The word number eight, right, Jeff?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely.
3: So Uh good stuff there. So anyways, good time to honor uh Tim Brown and his Hall of Fame career, uh, number eighty one, Mr. Raider. And uh anyway, so I appreciate uh uh appreciate Timmy, man. You know that was the first jersey I ever bought? First Raider jersey I ever bought. Timmy. Timmy Brown. Perfect. First one I ever bought. And uh I wish I still had it, man. Like I don't even know what happened to it. Like um, it's been that long ago, but yeah. that was my first Jersey that I ever, I, I ever, I ever got was touchdown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Touchdown, Timmy Brown. All right. So, uh, let's do one more call. Do a yeah, call let's do a call. All right. So we're done here for the show. We're done with this episode of, uh, of the RFR rundown. Uh, why don't you shout out the chat while we're waiting for somebody to call? Yeah. Me.
2: Yeah. We got Lee B Watts, Raider, big, easy, Stacy rough, Aaron, the Q dog Raider, uh, James Furpo, uh, uh, who, Watts Raider, uh Jane, uh james Furpo, foxy scorpio uh who else we got in there michelle sweat was still in there uh raider collie uh oakland raider trucker uh we've got we've got the whole crew good deal
3: man appreciate all of you joining us for this episode of the rundown and yeah if you want to call I, the phone was blowing up here a second ago so if yeah, you want call back yeah call back here jump in here uh, uh watts raider in the chat says i remember when napoleon mccallum got injured me too dude that was rough uh, when Napoleon McCallum, you don't remember Napoleon McCallum, uh-uh. Jeff, uh, you were too young. Um, he was a running back from Navy. Um, and if I remember right, we were playing the Niners on Monday Night Football when he took a big hit. Uh, kind of like coming up over a pile if I remember right someone hit his leg and broke it and it spun around in a bunch of crazy directions and unfortunately cost him his career a unique thing and a very interesting um, you know footnote to Napoleon Callum's career uh, and first off great man and, and, and appreciate his service to our country first and foremost um, went on to be one of the key figures to bring the Raiders to Vegas. Really, yeah, worked it's like, um, and I forget who the other partners were, but he was like he heads the group of um here he heads one of the like financial groups or something, or like uh, community organizations or something, uh, shame on me. And I'll, uh, I'm going to make myself a note and I'll bring this up on next rundown. I'll make sure I hit this. Uh, but yeah, Napoleon McCallum and and his, and his group, were huge in organizing, um, like kind of like the push to bring the Raiders to to Vegas to begin with. Nice. Like one of the ones to like get mayoral initiative behind it and like sign off from Clark County and like all that stuff. Like it was Napoleon McCallum, man. Um, so yeah, so pretty cool there. Yeah. So, all right, we'll give you just another, about another minute here. Uh, if you want to call in, uh, for those of you, there was somebody in the four, (laughs) three, two. Oh, wait a minute. This might be kind of funny. All right. So they left a message. Okay. Let's just play the message. All right. This is great. Ready?
6: Uh, yes. I'm uh, calling from the Tennessee health administration. Oh, wait, here we go. Let's take the call. Call from. One more again for Capo.
0: To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider.
6: What's up, gentlemen? What's,
0: oh, on, what's I? up,
3: brother?
6: Man, I, I got to be honest. I'm calling on behalf of Concerned Citizens. <laughs> uh, we've got some uh, folks that want to attend adult uh, clubs.
0: Uh-oh. And
6: here we find out that uh, some jolly gentleman is... Uh, putting on theater productions for, uh, students. What the hell we've got young ladies trying to work their way through college. And I got a fistful of dollars. to say fair. <laughs>
3: oh, no. oh man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uncle Mosh is, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's led the, uh, led the charge there for, uh, uh, for performances in middle Tennessee. Well, yeah, but it has nothing to do with what you're talking about.
6: <laughs> so let me find out, uh, that, uh, the production was the whiz. He's got all these young uh, southern kids down there, you know, playing Michael Jackson and uh and Diana Ross and stuff like that or was it something a little bit more risqué? No, it was, Did it he bootleg was... Hamilton.
3: <laughs> <laughs> which uh shout out Hamilton by the way, which is amazing on yeah. Disney Plus. But uh it's uh no
6: Moss had, had a ginger uh, junior playing Hamilton. <laughs>
3: Well, that's it's in Uncle Mosh's uh, talent pool. There, I think that's all he got is a bunch of gingers to choose from. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, 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 including. Uh, I'm just
6: saying, uh, you got a dozen cannolis
3: uh, you can get a part. Hey, there you go. It's very and true. True that. And Swag Jeb, you can speak to that firsthand, can't you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You were, how many leads were you uh, in in Uncle Mosh's shows?
2: I had uh, I had three leads. I was really? in, in three different shows. Yeah, I was I was Hawkeye and Mash. Yeah, I was Charlie Brown in a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, and I was, uh, and then I we did a murder mystery, and I was one of the. Leads oh, okay, in that well. and that was before Body
3: by Swag. You could be Charlie Brown.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm taking I a, a, a shot at you questions. live on the radio. Uh, Fine, RFR okay.
6: has uh, some follow-up questions for uh, Swaggy okay. J. Okay. Yes. Um, in your production, and your lead role as Charlie Brown, who held the football whenever you uh, went to kick <laughs> the field goal? <laughs>
2: You know what? We didn't do that scene. We didn't do that Which scene. Which is why
6: you didn't get an Emmy.
2: Exactly. exactly. You're exactly right. They might end up with a fanny out of it,
3: though. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What I did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Capo, man, what have you been up to, brother?
6: Man, just sitting here living out the apocalypse in prison, man. Everything's cool <laughs> my way, and, you know, we don't have any cases, but uh, it's some scary stuff, man. Different world, man, but I appreciate you asking, man. Absolutely. What's man. Deal with Max. I mean, you know, let, let's get Which into something one? you know that that really matters because I'm watching Murph light up. He mentions Max, and then this guy, man, just yeah. looks like at the room, man. Yeah. What's going on yeah. with you, man? I, I mean, the the, uh, the Godfather is smitten. I mean, come on, man.
3: Yeah. Open hey. up the
6: book, man. Let us into your world for I'm, a little bit, man. I'm, I'm let re- me interview you, man. <laughs> what kind of impact is this? Yes. Uh, stellar person, and she's got to be top notch. Made an impact on you, homie.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. She's the best, man. I'm riddled with smit. You know what I mean? Uh, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm about as smitten as you can get. Uh, yeah I met max that's just cool. al- almost a year ago man and she's been an absolute blessing and uh she's the best she's the best man she's great supports this whole Raider thing man uh but uh but but you know the faith and you know that whole faith family and football thing that that we subscribe to q dog like you know she that's does right? it she does as well and in that order and uh and that's what it's all about man and so uh so, yeah it's a uh, it's kind of a big deal man like I think I might be uh
2: well whatever
3: I'm not gonna reveal the the all the the, the yeah. inside <laughs> personal information yeah. uh-huh. but there's Mac, a
2: max nation
3: for life <laughs> that's right but there's a lot of phases of life that i think are going to unfold with miss max so I'm, I'm all about that i appreciate you asking thank you and thank you for noticing hey, man. because be i'm about i'm about you crazy in love happy. man absolutely
6: now I do have a follow-up question I okay. mean, you know now that she's in the family now yes. um, are you gonna get her to handicap games we get her what you're we'll going to get her to handicap, handicap games, you know, just get her to record three or four <laughs> yes. games and let her handicap them.
3: Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's, I love that idea. Yes, we'll, uh, we'll have we'll have the Max line. Yeah.
6: Against Mosh. Mosh versus Max. Oh. Handicapping games. Four games a week.
3: That is I awesome. I dig that. I do, too. I'm making another note. Yep, thank you see this is why he's the capo Jeff Well yeah, yeah because our dopey asses can't come up with these uh-uh. good ideas but no. he can yeah, there you go. all right so we're gonna have the the max versus Mosh line I love it Capo are you gonna be in Vegas this year at all?
6: uh yes, plan on that okay. um, as long as the Rona you know subsides I mean you can count on Q you know what I'm saying to play his part. At a tailgate near you, home.
3: Oh, uh, awesome, man! Absolutely. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to link up there uh, and and see a game. Well, we may not see a game together in person, but we can see it on a on a TV in a casino somewhere. And uh, and definitely, and and link up at the at at the Mojo Tailgate, right? Well,
2: yeah,
6: that's right. Raider World over the M parking lot.
3: M parking lot is that what it is? Might as well be. Love it, man. Well, hey, well, th- 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 thank you again for calling. And first, and let me say this while I got you on the air and everybody's listening. Thank you for what you do for Raiders Fan Radio, man. You are yes. an absolute. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you don't join us in, in in the fan cave in person every week, but your presence is felt every week. Yes. And, uh, you know, you know, right here with me and Mosh and Swag Jeff. And so thank you for all that you do to support the show, to contribute to the show, and, and represent Raiders Fan Radio, Murph's Fan Cave the way that you do, man.
6: I praise, man, but you know me. No self class man. I'm no Jim Rome. I'm out.
3: <laughs> He's the best, man. He's the That's absolute awesome. best. All right, Jeff, we got anything else? To get no, to? man, okay. let's get the hell out hit of the, here. Hit the outro, man. Let's get out. All right, I appreciate all of you joining us tonight on Raiders Fan Radio for this episode. Uh, or this, not Raiders, whatever the hell this show is. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, The Rundown. The Rundown from Merce Fan Cave. That's right. Appreciate you joining us here for The Rundown. And I appreciate all of you that have joined us in the chat. I'm going to turn it over to Jeff here in a second because I've talked plenty tonight. But just know that we love you. We thank you. Send me a message. Send me an email. How much you want to spend on that Will Compton jersey. Yes. And uh, let's do a silent auction style. And we're going to give all the proceeds to the Tornado Relief for all the impact that it had here in the state of Tennessee. Jeff, thank you for joining me in the Fan Cave. I love you, brother. Thank you for being here, man. And well, take yeah, it home.
2: Absolutely. And thank you for everyone in the chat. We got Adam Hill, Watch Raider, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Raider, Collie, Foxy, Scorpio, Lee B, uh, the big easy eye patch Raider Nation, uh, Scotland, uh, Michelle Sweat. Thank you guys so much for joining us uh, for another episode of the RFR Rundown, the live version. Uh, Thank you, Marcus Mariota, for being who you are (laughs) as a man, a football player, and and just an all-around guy. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, And and thank you for the live calls. Thank you, Ipatch and and Capo, for the live calls. So much fun. Uh, Thank you for joining us for another episode in Murph's Fan Cave, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And remember, folks, what happens in Vegas started in no Oakland. Good night, everybody. Good night, YouTube. Hey. Good night. See you next week for the Fannies.
3: Oh, yeah, the Fannies next week. Yeah, bro. Yeah, come back for that.
2: <laughs> come on back if you want.
3: Come on back. Yeah. yeah. But not tonight. Don't come back tonight. Uh, you ain't got to go home, but you can't not stay now. here. But everybody's at home now anyways. Exactly.
2: If, if You can stay here if you want. Just watch it again.
3: Yeah, there you go. Hey, I'm gonna give you something on the way out, you ready? Oh, yeah. You want a single cam for this? Say goodnight. <laughs> good night.
2: Good night, Good night, Marcus. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com.
1: Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the...
0: It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.